even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. I want to teach just for a few moments on this topic, spiritual perfection. Amen. Spiritual perfection. Praise the Lord. Why don't, we, why don't we lift our hands and just love him and ask him to bless this word again tonight, Lord. We, we praise you. We honor you. We magnify you. We glorify you today, God, for who you are and what you've done. I thank you that I know. God, have your way in this place. Minister to us by the word of God and by the Holy Ghost that is in this house. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The church said amen. You can be seated today. I have found in decades of living for God that through spiritual self-examination, I must constantly ask this question of myself, am I Am I spiritual? Am I spiritual? Are my motives spiritual or carnal? Are my desires and actions spiritual or carnal? Are my motives pure? Are they motives of self rather than spirit? Am I where I need to be in Christ? And does my life reflect Jesus? Amen. You see, I've always asked God one specific thing in my daily prayer. You may pray differently than I do, and I, I know the, the formats of prayer, and I, I, I get that some of us are just freelancers, and we just pray like we do, and that's okay. But let me tell you how Brother Philip Cook prays, and I, I pray this, and I pray it every time I pray, Lord, let me see myself as you see me, with no pretense or false understanding of myself. Because if I'm not careful, I can have false pretenses of myself. I can misunderstand myself. James 1 says this, Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Listen to this next point. Deceiving your own selves, for if any be a hearer of the word... And not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass. In other words, if, if you're a hearer of the word and not a doer, you look in the mirror. And you behold yourself and you go with your way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man that he was. I, I believe today that every one of us constantly needs to take a spiritual inventory of where we stand. Amen. I'm not talking about once a week. I'm not talking about twice a week. I'm talking about seven days a week. Apostle Paul said, I die daily. In other words, he took a spiritual inventory of himself to find out, amen, where he stood with Christ. Now, there's a lot to be said about this, and there's no doubt I'm not going to get finished, but I am going to look at the clock. I believe that there are some today that struggle with the spirit of deception, believing themselves to have attained spiritual perfection. Amen. They, they think, I have arrived, and uh, I have gotten there. Amen. And we, we count our years as a badge of honor in Pentecost. We look and we say, well, I, 
I've served the Lord for 30 years. I've come in, sat on an apostolic pew, and I've racked up miles, amen, doing what I do for the Lord. And that's a badge of honor. And, and we, 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 we count the outward uh, 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 area of holiness of the man, amen, as my, as my high place. And, and, and I put that. Amen. That area that I've drawn myself into as a spiritual conclusion. Amen. I put it in a spiritual resume and I, I give it to the Lord and I say, Lord, here it is right there. That, that's who I am. You can take it, amen, and examine it and, and, and get a look at it and know who I am. Amen. But I want to tell us today, amen, that when Paul took a spiritual examination of himself, Amen. And he studied the former self and then he studied the spiritual man. Paul said those things that we, uh, that, 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 we uh, uh, that were gained to me, he said those I find, he said I counted them lost for Christ. Amen. Cir he said I was circumcised on the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin. Hebrew of Hebrews is touching he said, as touching the law, Pharisee concerning zeal, I persecuted the church. In other words, he got it all down and he got it all right. And he said, now, this is who I am. And that was my spiritual resume. But then he realized that when he put it all in a basket, none of it would get him to heaven. Not a single thing there would get him to heaven. Amen. I, I, I don't know about you, but... I want to tell us today, I'm going to preach about myself for a little while. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've got a long way to go to get to be perfect. Amen. I am a born again, deeply flawed individual who sees his own flaws with bitterness of heart. Amen. And I know that there are some that have arrived, that have gotten there, but I haven't yet. Amen. Unlike some, amen, I, I've got some flaws inside of me that I've got to work in. And Paul said, he, he said, I see another law in my members warring against the laws of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. And Paul later said this, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty in these two scriptures. Amen. You find two opposing terms that he that he lumped himself into, and this is important. He said, I, I find, he said, there's a law that's going on in my mind that brings me into captivity. But later he says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. How can I be filled with the Holy Ghost yet struggle with mine own flesh? Amen. This is the contradiction of the flesh. And I could preach much and long on that today, but let me tell us all. Amen. Every one of us in this place, amen, that would hear the words that I would preach to you tonight. Amen. I, I'm telling you that we all struggle, amen, with flaws on the inside of us. And we all struggle with things going on the inside of us. Paul said, I know that the law is spiritual. He said, but I am carnal, sold under sin. He said, I, there, there's a contradiction here, amen, that, that I have somehow... 
I, I've got to bring it into resolution. I, I, I've, got to, I've got to balance the spiritual checkbook in me. And I, I'm trying to get everything right. But yet on the second hand, I see all of the flaws of my own life. And he said, man, I, I'm struggling with this. And I, I'm struggling with that. And we're talking about one of the greatest apostles among the apostles. The writer of much of the Bible. And man, a formation or, or, or a person that worked in the formation of much of the church in the Gentile world that went out and died at Rome. Amen. He was crucified, or not crucified. Amen. But he was beheaded in, in Rome. And, and history said later that he ran to the chopping block because he was so dead, shed, and dying for the gospel of Christ. Amen. And I said that to say this to all of us. Amen. That there's not one of us that are not sold under sin. There's not one of us that does not have major flaws in our life. Amen. I, I know that, that maybe there's some here that have attained, gotten beyond all of this. Amen. I, I, I want to say this today, that I'm not one of them, that I struggle with my own imperfections. Amen. And I know this sounds strange for a pastor to preach on because we want to give people things to aspire to and looking and and trying to find a leader, trying to find somebody you can model yourself after. You know, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And I tell the church the same thing, amen, according to the word of God. But let me tell you this, you better keep your eyes on Christ Jesus. Amen. Because all of the others out here are, are, are flesh and blood. Brother Talsman, you and I are flesh and blood. Amen. And we have mistakes and we have flaws and we have issues and we have things that we struggle with and we have imperfections in our life. Amen. There's not a person in here that don't struggle with pride and there's not a day goes by that that pride don't escape us in one way or another. Amen. We all have these kind of things that we face. Amen. I want to tell you today about this old man. I don't find striving for spiritual perfection to be easy. Is anybody else in here? Amen. Does anybody, anybody have it mastered? I'm asking honestly. Does anybody have it down pat? No. None of us do, do we? Amen. There are some days that I despise Philip Cook. That's the truth of the matter. As a matter of fact, I stand in complete harmony with the Apostle Paul when he declared this to Timothy. He said, this is a faithful saying and worthy of acceptation. He said that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of who I am, chief. Now, there's an interesting thing there and things that we've quoted about I was and I am. But I find Paul wrote here of which I am. And that let me know that Paul freely admitted to the church that he struggled with himself. That he argued with himself. That he battled with himself. I, I'm going to tell us today. I know that I speak of spiritual influences. That, that happen in men's lives. But let me tell you something. You'll struggle with your flesh worse than you'll struggle with any devil in hell. Amen. Your old rotten flesh. I know this is not a running, jumping, shouting message. But I want to tell you today. I'm preaching the truth. 
Amen. I, I want everybody to know that I haven't arrived. I haven't gotten there. I'm, I'm trying. I'm struggling every day. I'm living for Christ. I spend countless hours upon hours in prayer and Bible study and seeking the word. I, I, even today, I sat down for eight hours. I poured myself into the word until my eyes crossed. And I, I'm trying to put this into perspective and examine and then me fit in it and make it all work together and I find this that when I, I try to get it all done I find that old Philip Cook amen is a weak human being that's got to deal with his own flesh and his own desires and his own hurt and his own wounds and his own incompletions and today I want you to know if I'm not preaching to you then you're perfect everybody thought they were perfect but I'm not perfect I'm still striving to forget those things which are behind I have not yet finished my course and kept the faith to that appointed day I'm striving to forget those things which are behind and reaching forth to those which are before if I look deep enough I can find the same flaws in this vessel at times that the seven churches of Revelation have Amen. Those are not just dispensational times, nor are they just churches of that day. Amen. But they are reflections of people. And if you look deep enough, you'll find yourself in every church that was made mention of. I'm rich. I have need of nothing. He said, you're poor and wretched, tired, uh, uh, poor and wretched, miserable. Amen. He said, your spirit is poor. Amen. You think you have everything, but let me tell you today, God can take everything you own in one blink of an eye. Amen. Everything you have can be taken. Amen. With one phone call, it can all go away. So let me tell you today, all of the things that you've gathered in this world, let me tell you something. They're not even yours to gather. Amen. That's the truth. Amen. They're not even yours to gather. There was a man one time that... uh, uh, that walked by a man that was sitting by the gate and he, he wouldn't hardly even give him the crumbs of the day and the, the dogs licked the sores of Lazarus. But we find, amen, that the rich man was rich and he had need of nothing, amen. And then he went to bed and he woke up in hell. In one moment, he went from completely rich to completely poor and wretched. Amen, let me tell you today that our life can change in a moment. And what does that tell me? It tells me this, that I've got to get it right inside of here. Amen. I've got to have it right inside of here. Amen. When when I began to sit and to draw flaws, God drew my attention to something. And he said, write it down. Amen. I've never, ever tried to be a pastor that, that brags about anything. Because Lord knows I don't have much to brag about. Amen. Got the most beautiful wife in the world most beautiful children in the world, most beautiful grandkids in the world. Amen. I serve a living God that is alive and well. And, amen. I've got a lot to brag on, but let me, let me tell you some specifics about this old pastor. This pastor was ordained 30 years ago. And I've got decades of pastoral experience. I've buried our loved ones. I've joined our children in marriages. I've dedicated our babies. I've prayed many of us that are in this place through to the Holy Ghost. Do you know that? 
Amen. I, I baptize several in here by my hand. There are marriages that are still together because of the mercy and the grace of God and the prayers and the counseling of pastor and wife. Is that all right? Now, I'm, I'm not bragging because Apostle Paul did the same thing. Amen. And I'm honest enough with myself to say, even though all of those things have transpired in my life, I haven't arrived spiritually to that place that Jesus beckons me. So I want you to understand that in all of the things that I've accomplished, I've still not made it to heaven. In all of those things that we would count, that we would add to our resume, that we could hand to somebody, I want you to know that that kind of stuff will not get us to heaven. Amen. We need to understand today that the children of Israel, amen, every day they had to go out and they had to gather manna or they would go hungry. And by the end of that day, into the next, if they didn't eat the manna, the manna uh, turned to worms and, and it became no good. So I want to tell you today, amen, that though we have a deep spiritual resume of Jesus Christ and Him crucified and Him bombarding our life with mercy and grace, amen, all of the things that we would say about ourselves and all of the things that we would count as our accomplishments, let me tell you something, I've got to have Jesus just like the repentant sinner does right now. I've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost right now. I've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Jesus right now I've got to make it to heaven I've got to repent of my sins today just like the newborn saint and I want to tell you today I don't care what kind of spiritual resume you got I don't care where you've been I don't care that those things that you would brag about yourself let me tell you something amen you can be lost in a moment amen I've got to get me right every day with Christ in as much as my ability will allow. I haven't arrived spiritually to that place that Jesus beckons me to be, but I have hope knowing that there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus that walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Amen. If I am to be saved, not only must I be born again, but I must walk after the Spirit in order to be saved. And I'm commanded of the word of God to be ye perfect. And him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. So I want to tell you today that if you're missing God's direction in your life, then you've got active sin in your life. And you've got to, you've got to make a decision, amen, as to what you're going to do with that kind of stuff. Amen. My ideas and my hopes, my actions, my thinking, my intentions must be spiritual and not carnal. I want, to give, I want to give us some direction today into our lives according to the word of God. Romans 8 and 4 says this. Christ came that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. I want to tell us all today. And oh that I could scream this today to the top of my voice. You are not going to make it to heaven if you're not spiritual. Amen. I can prove it according to the word of God. There's many times that we think I can take a break. Amen. I, I can take a break. I can relax for a little bit. I can stop for a little bit. Let me tell you something. The lion eats the laggard of the pack. Amen. You hang back far enough. You, you, you allow things to impede your progress living for God. Let me tell you, Sister Stacy, the devil will swallow us up. 
Amen. He'll devour us. And I don't care. He don't care what your resume. He was after Jesus Christ. Amen. That was the son of the living God. He was after him as hard as he could get. What a resume he had. So that lets me know that regardless of the resume that I, that I may have and the things that I've done and, and the conferences that I've preached and the people that I've advised and the prayers that I've prayed, i got to get up every morning and i got to live for God just as hard today as I did yesterday. And I've got to strive to be spiritual in my life. I've got to pray like I've never prayed before. I've got to pray until I, I speak in tongues. I've got to pray at the altar. I've got to make an altar, my friend. I've got to listen to the preacher. I've got to submit myself to the congregation. I've got to get it right. Too many of us want to to think because I've got some paper of resume of spiritual achievement. I want you to know today, you've got to live for God right here and right now. You've got to get it right. The righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So who is God giving direction to in Ephesians 5 and 6? We who are spiritual. As a matter of fact, you will find that even in this writing that Paul directs the church. Ye who are spiritual. Amen. Galatians 5. Amen. It is the working of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. If you get into Galatians 5. Amen. You're going to find in the Word of God that in all of this, that you're going to find that Paul is telling us what to do to be perfect. What do I do to attain spiritual perfection? Let me talk about it just for a second, and I'm, I'm winding down the minutes. Now, the works of the flesh are these adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife. Seditions and heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such of the like, which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past. In other words, Paul said, I'm repeating myself and I'm telling you this and I'm preaching to you. Amen. These things that would creep into your life, he said, This, as I have told you in times past, they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. What am I? Watch this old pastor preaching. If you live according to the you will die and go to hell that's the truth of the matter we've dressed it up and we've talked about we have pampered people but the fact of the matter is on the other side of your eyes closed there's a heaven and there's a hell and if you don't get it right and get those things out of your life you'll be lost to live for so I'm going to say I can't be perfect can you imagine where humanity would be and even the church would be today if we would have said if you'll get it nearly right if you'll get it almost right it'll be alright no he set the bar at perfection you've got to get it right right here you, you've got to be perfect you you can't have a flaw. You, you, you can't. You know, I, I, I was thinking 
uh, we are living today in the age of the red heifer. We know that this year, if all goes according to plan, the red heifers will be sacrificed this year. If my understanding of that is correct. And I gave much thought about those red heifers. Those red heifers are basically, amen, a type and shadow of Christ Jesus. The red heifer. And, and they, they took those heifers and they examined those heifers, amen, with magnifying glasses. And there couldn't be a spot of white hair, a spot of gray hair, a spot of black hair. Every hair on their body had to be exactly right. Why? Because God demanded perfection in the sacrifice. Now I understand that that is a type and shadow of a sacrifice of Christ. And I do understand that Jesus Christ came. Amen. That he died upon the cross for the sin that dwelt in my life. Amen. That he took upon himself my sins. And he could do that because he was the spotless lamb. He was the one without blemish. But then I find written in the word of God. Amen. That we are to present in our bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God in other words I've got to strive that I get it all right I've said before in this past week I want you to know that if you are allowing sin in your life I want you to know that it will cost you in the end Amen. If you allow sin, even a little bit of sin in your life, that eventually it will cost you. In this same portion in Galatians, Paul is telling us what to do to be spiritually perfect, but he doesn't stop right there. Amen. To every battery, amen, there is a positive and a negative. And I want you to know that going to heaven in the life of every man and woman, there is a positive and a negative. Amen. The negatives that I have to work out of my life are, are, are emulations and wrath and strife and ungodliness. Amen. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Those are the negatives that I've got to get rid of. I've got to make sure that they don't rule and reign in my life. Amen. But then I find this. He said, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such. Amen. There is no law. So in other words, amen, not only do I have the negatives that I've got to get rid of in my life, there's the positives that I've got to add in my life. And in the process of it all, I've got to get it right. Besides being born again, that would just cover it all. But if you read to the portion in Romans 5 that precedes this, we find it set as a bar for spiritual perfection. I'm going to read it in our hearing today. Galatians 5 verse 13 says, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty only not, use not the liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but love by love serve one another. How about that? Hey man, you've got to serve one another. What about them folks I don't like? You've got to serve them. What about those folks that I think have done wrong? You've got to serve them. What about those folks that have failings in their life? You've got to serve them. Well, okay, I'll serve them then. And if that's what I've got to do, I've got to serve them. It doesn't stop right here. He said, for all the law is fulfilled. Now we find, amen, all of the commandments are 
of God are locked up inside of one commandment. So now I know, amen, that if I'm going to follow the commandments of God, if I'm going to get rid of the, the lust of the flesh, if I'm going to take upon me the gifts of the Spirit, I find in the Word of God, this is to be done in my life. For all of the laws fulfilled in one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. What kind of a neighbor? I'm talking about a tobacco-spitting, wino-smelling, dope-smoking, womanizing neighbor that you disagree with their entire life. That's easy for us. No, it's not. Why? Because it's in our flesh to not want to draw close to that. Amen. Men, we struggle as we should with men that are effeminate. I want you to know that when we get into that, we're living in that age and every aspect of that revolts my flesh. But I'm found in the word of God that I have to love that individual. That doesn't mean I love his sin. But I've got to love the individual. Amen. And, and today we, we know that, that if we love people, Amen. That, that we're going to get it right. If we love sinners, we're going to get it right. For even Christ Jesus died for the ungodly. But he doesn't stop there. And he tells us more of what it takes to do to be perfect. He said, for all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. He said, but if you bite and devour one another, he said, take heed that you not be consumed one of another. He said this, I say, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit lusteth against the flesh. These are contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would. Well, I've never done those things. I would never done those. Don't lie to yourself and say those things. Let me tell you about it. If you wrapped around with a physical body, I want you to know that you've got all of these things here to work out in your life. And if pastor can stand behind a pulpit, amen, with a spiritual resume that I've got and tell you I've got flaws in my life that I'm here to tell you that we all got flaws in our life and we all got things that we got to deal with in our life and we've all got sin in our life that we've got to work out but I've got to get it right if I'm going to make it to heaven let me go on a little bit further we love those that walk in the doors of the church that stink with the wretchedness of the world but let me tell you something you got to love your brother like you love the sinner. I, I shouldn't have to do that. Oh, yes, you do, according to the Word of God. Amen. Why? Because God demands nothing less of me than spiritual perfection. I've got to be perfect. I've got to be perfect. I've got to get it right. Amen. But my spiritual resume says I've got all these things covered. Paul said this. Amen. Galatians 14. For all the laws fulfilled in that one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Paul said, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not love, he said, I am becoming a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Amen. First Corinthians, love suffereth long and is kind. Man, have you ever wondered if somebody has read the Bible? 
Amen. I know we read a lot of stuff. We read a lot of books. We read a lot of Facebook. We read a lot of comic books. I don't even know if they make comic books anymore. Amen. When I'm standing in line, amen, while my wife is checking out, I'll read the National Enquirer. I'm a reader. I just say, if I see something, I read it. <coughs> Try reading the Bible. Applying the principles of the Word of God in my life. Because I know without those principles, I can't be saved. Amen. I, I, I heard a video the other day about a man talking about a Bible. You've been hearing Brother Cook preach on this a lot. Amen. But I wonder today if we treated our Bible like our phone, how spiritual we would be. Amen. How many times have you been headed down the road and realized I left my phone at home and you'll spin your truck around, go back to your house and get your phone because nobody can reach you without your phone. But can you imagine getting down the road and realizing I left my Bible at home. I got to turn around and go get the Word of God because I got to have the Word of God with me. 1 Corinthians 11th chapter says this, Love suffereth long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love is not puffed up nor proud but humble. How about that? Love doesn't behave itself unseemly. I'm still talking about going to heaven. Amen. Love seeketh not her own. It's not easily provoked. Love thinketh no evil. Love rejoiceth not in iniquity, but it rejoiceth in truth. Love beareth all things. Love believeth all things. Love endureth all things. Oh, it's another sermon about love. You better believe it is. Because I understand in my desire... To be spiritual that if I'm trying to be spiritual without love in my heart. I'm a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. And let, let me tell you this. I, I've said this before. It is impossible to love Jesus and hate people. You, you can't. Do, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. You're going to love people if you love God. Amen. If you love God, you're going to love the things he loves and you're going to hate the thing he hates. Let me finish with the scripture today. And I know God has already ministered in this house today. Stand with me. First Peter, the fourth chapter. First Peter four. Praise God. I know I'm running out of time, but that's okay. 1 Peter 4 says this, beginning at verse 7. But the end of all things is at hand. In other words, everything that was needed to happen, amen, in as so much as was understood, amen, in those days it happened. He said the end of all things is at hand. Remember the, the prophetic scripture that went out of Joel in the book of Acts when, when Peter said, he said, in the last day, saith the Lord, I will pour my spirit out upon all flesh. Amen. Some would say, when do you think the last days are? We're living in the last moments of the last hours of the last days today. So we find here that the Bible says, but the end of all things is at hand. But be ye therefore sober and watch unto with prayer. And above all things, everyone say above all things. Above all things. What a strange thing to say. 
above everything, above any commandment I've given you, above any direction you've taken. He said this, above all things, have fervent love among yourselves. For love shall cover a multitude of sins. He said, use hospitality one to another without grudging. And every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Amen. What does the Bible tell us? Love one another. Cherish one another. Amen. Understand today that if we're going to make it today, we're going to make it together. Amen. As a body of believers, I believe, amen, that this church, I, 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 I wept today before the Lord and I said, God, don't let one be lost. Not one single individual, not one man, not one woman, not one child, not one sinner that enters inside of these doors. Don't let one be lost. Not one. I don't want your children to be lost. I, I don't want your mom and dad to be lost. I don't want your cousins, your nephews, your nieces. I don't want any of them to be lost. Because there's nothing in this world worse than being lost. Amen. Church, we've got to get it right. We've got to get living for God right. I've said this before that if we are not careful, we can take upon us the attitude of professional Pentecost. We can look the part, act the part, dress the part, walk the part, talk the part. But did you know that sin always starts on the inside? Amen. Not only are we required of God to connect with Him on a spiritual level, but I'm required of the Lord to love everybody. Amen. And if I find myself not in love with humanity then I'm out of line with God's precepts in my life. I've got to love people. I've got to love people. I've got to love people. I've heard some say, I don't have to be around people. I'm going to tell you as a pastor, I find that very hard to swallow. How do you not be around people? How do you not be around those that you're commanded to love? And how are you going to love those that you're never around? It's impossible. Amen. So we got to love one another. Praise God. Amen. Everybody say spiritual perfection. How many want to be spiritually perfect? I got to get it right, don't I? Let's lift our hands and just love the Lord today. God, we love you. Oh, we praise you. We thank you today, God, of your goodness, of your mercy, your grace. Thank you today for the move of your spirit in the altars, Lord. Thank you for the touch of God and the uplifting, Lord, of people. Thank you for the word, God, that you've imparted to us tonight, Lord. Let us, let us, Lord, to be more like you in every aspect, God, we ask you today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the church said amen. Could we give the Lord a hand clap for his spirit that's been in this house today? Praise God.